0: Tune in as Daryl brings you actionable strategies and tactics that can immediately increase your sales and success. So you ready? Hey, Daryl. Thank you, Paul. Good to hear,
1: see, talk, connect. With everybody here again, another episode of Inside, Inside Sales. I am your host, Daryl Prail. Today is an interesting conversation because it's something that's near and dear to my personal heart. I'm a big advocate that a lot of your success depends upon how you represent both your employer or, you know, your company that you work for, as well as yourself. There's multiple reasons why that's important. A, people buy from people. That's number one. Not companies. The company is almost secondary. But, again, even when they look at you, they're going to do a couple things. They're going to say, do I trust you? Do I like you? Can you and I do business together? And then they kind of leave you and they go back to the company and say, do I like this company? Can I do business with this company? Any kind of sale, any kind of engagement is all about trust. It's all about a relationship. It's all about working together as partners. So even though a lead, a brand-new, cold, unqualified, pick them out of the contact database that's probably three years old, that lead, they may start off cold, But when they become a customer of yours, by that point in time, you will be best buds. It's the journey in between that dictates a lot of that success. That journey starts with how you package yourself. And today, we're going to talk about how you can stand out in a crowded market. And when I say it's a crowded market, it's not just you, right? It's you and your competition. Many of us are offering products and services where there's multiple providers. In many circumstances, there may be so many providers that it's almost a commodity. There's only two ways you can win that business quite often. One is on price. If you're winning business on price, chances are you're probably not making the margins you need to succeed and grow. The other way you can win out is just on who you are and what you're about and what you're offering. Hence today's conversation, how to stand out in a crowded market. I have got not one, for the first time ever, on Inside, Inside Sales. We have two individuals to have that conversation, and we're going to meet them right now. First up is my good friend Amir Ryder. Amir is the CEO at CloudTask, and if you don't know what CloudTask is, Check them out right now. Go to cloudtask.com. He's going to correct me if I got that wrong. But they are a managed workforce solution for B2B sales, customer success, and customer support. Amir is the CEO. He's the founder. This is his baby. He takes a lot of pride in it. He knows firsthand how to stand out in a crowded marketplace. He's going to share his wisdom with us today. Amir, welcome to the show, my Thanks friend. Thanks for having me. Excited. You're excited? Oh. You sound excited. You sound like you're pumped, man.
2: I am. I am. I still got, I got my social selling still open. I have to stop. I'm always I'm on LinkedIn. That's good. We're talking about that
1: today. So. I love it. We're talking about that. Exactly. And joining Amir is Tom Jenkins. Tom is the director of marketing at CloudTask. And one of the reasons we brought Tom here as well, you know, if you will, Amir, he's the CEO, he's the founder, he got this puppy going. It was really all about him. But then as the company grows, Tom is a guy who makes sure that all the people publicly are projecting the right differentiation on behalf of the corporate brand. So again, all about how to stand out in a crowded marketplace. Tom, welcome to the show, sir.
3: Delighted to be here. Looking forward to it. And yeah, I'll be bringing my sales and marketing hat to this call to help all of you out.
1: Now, this call is a fun one, right? So let me see if I get this right. We got Amir. Now, Amir, you're American by citizenship. is Is that correct? All right, so originally American, then we got Tom, who's originally British, we got me, originally Canadian, and then you guys are right now, your offices are out, outside of all three of those countries, I believe you, you're you currently hanging oh, yeah, out in yeah, Columbia. Yeah, we relocated right? about
2: two and a half years ago, to sunny, sunny managing Columbia. So that's... Yeah.
1: I love it. I love I love I just love that diversity. And that's what's really important about this, right? It doesn't matter where you are, where you're located, or you know, where you're you began your lot in life, you're gonna learn how to stand out in a crowded market today with these five people. So Amir, I'm gonna start with you a little bit, right? So one of the things that is really prevalent when we're trying to develop business is connecting on the phone. So let's start with that. If I'm you know, what is the best way to connect? and succeed on the phone, and and as I'm doing that, what are some of the challenges to stand out in a crowded marketplace? Because I know for a fact, as successful as CloudTask is, you do have competitors that claim to offer similar offerings. So the phone becomes that first kind of touch point on how you're different. So what lessons have you learned? What tactics did you apply
2: The phones are definitely not dead, as many would say. In fact, when people say that a specific channel may be dead, it's, in fact, the opposite because people stop using it, and it's a wide-open game. So the phones are back. Um, That's that's step one. And then, you know, when it comes down to connecting, you know, there's two things, right? I think typically a lot of salespeople or or sales professionals were looking at the number of dials, right? Did you call a 100 people today, and did you dial 150 dials? And that used to be a great... KPI uh maybe ten years ago, but I think now it's all about actually connecting. So I think before you actually pick up the phone, making a small investment in in, in a license like seamless.ai, which costs about a hundred bucks a month, can give you direct numbers about fifty to sixty percent of the time. So I think first before even picking up the phone, having a resource to make sure that you have the direct number um, and you're not fiddling through a company line because company lines tend to lead you to a voicemail box or a gatekeeper. So getting direct cell phone numbers at seamless at II is definitely a big step up. And there's other obviously database providers like ZoomInfo and uh Discover.org that also provide cell phone numbers as well. So you know there's a few providers out there, but having the direct number is is step one. And then you know having a, a good understanding of the persona you're speaking to and having that challenger style conversation really tends to, to work where You know, you could bring up to somebody like, hey, Daryl, I work with a lot of CMOs like yourself and in your space. And from my experience, I've seen that some CMOs are experiencing X, Y, Z. And that's kind of that authority, I think, is what people are looking for on the phones because everybody has a short attention span. And I think the, the direction that people want is just... Do you understand me? Do you understand my product? Show me that you're an expert in the space and if you can display that on a call, you can have a conversation. I think it's the the, the methodology if I'm gonna dial and then I'm gonna have a, a feature led benefit conversation is just doesn't work, right? Nobody wants to hear about your features and, and, and your benefits. They don't wanna be pitched on the phone. But I think that's the that's a good opportunity for people just really, you know, learning how to understand the real pain points and be a professional in the industry those are the successful people on the phones these days
1: it's funny you say that because and by the way Tom jump in at any time cuz I, I you know Amir and i would just totally hog this conversation <laughs> but it's funny you say what you said Amir because people listening well that's just kind of like yeah of course it's obvious but in fact it's not you touched on it and i want to circle back on what you talked about you said the whole concept of just doing feature pitch of what you can do is not relevant the fact that if you reach out to your prospects, whether by phone, email, social, whatever it might be, and you physically are able to connect with them on what their pain points are, either you research that so you know because you've seen them talk about it or the company has shared those things, maybe they're the publicly they traded, you know what's going on, or – in the lack of that information, you know the target. You're talking to a head of marketing, you're talking to a head of sales, you're talking to a head of R&D, whatever it might be, whatever your your persona is. You should, based on the industry and who their competitors are, you should be able to make a very quick assessment of what their top three, exactly to Amir's point, issues are. When I get emails, when I get phone calls where they say, we typically help organizations in your situation, in your role, who have challenges with problem A, problem B, or problem C. And if you have something there, let's keep on talking. Otherwise, I'll bail and not waste your time. You've already differentiated and stood out in a very crowded marketplace of salespeople trying to get my attention and my budget because most don't do that. I'm curious from your point, Tom, because you own the message. Is that what you're seeing as well?
3: Yeah, 100%. I mean, one thing I just wanted to add quickly just before we move on to other topics in the first part of the call is do not rush it. I've heard – I'll come back to your point in a sec, but so many people just get straight on the call and just be like, hello, this is blah, 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 and they just keep talking for 30 seconds. Feel free to just take a step back, introduce yourself, give the prospect time, and then slowly and clearly articulate that benefit. That's one piece of advice I really love to leave with people. You have to take the time to understand exactly what the business is. From your buyer persona research, from your buyer profile research, understand the one, two, three challenges that you're having and be able to clearly show that authority directly to them from your past experiences, from your connections, from your referrals, wherever you're able to get that authority and experience to them that's going to be relevant to their needs.
1: So let me throw this at either one of you, whoever wants to answer. When you're bringing on a new sales development rep and you're trying to coach them, how do you teach them? Because one of the common complaints we hear from sales development reps is that maybe they don't have enough life experience yet to be able to articulate what their problems are.
2: What we do here at Task is we actually have uh, what we call group assessments where we bring in anywhere from five to 10 candidates. And in that group assessment, we're actually setting up role plays. And we give them time to prepare. We do a role play from right from the beginning. It it really sets the tone for the engagement that they'll have in CloudTask, where we're going to be role playing each other. We're going to be giving each other positive feedback. We're going to be helping each other. I think that's something that when it comes to training reps is really the core, right? I think you can't get away from the role play and, and simple practice because... When you're role-playing, you're able to make mistakes. You're able to feel a bit more comfortable. The feedback that you get is it comes off in a way where, you know, we're here to make you better. Um, how do you feel about the role-play? How do you feel like you learned? And that never stops, right? Um, it keeps going through the journey, but we start that right in the beginning just so that's part of our culture.
3: One more thing, Quad, is when we get live as well. So after doing the role-plays, all our reps will be starting off. We do a lot of lead scoring, lead priority here. When the reps starting out making their first few cores, we'll be doing them on the sort of the coldest, lowest quality leads just so they can begin to warm up through the day just like an athlete stretches out his muscles, SDRs, BDRs need to stretch out theirs you're building that confidence on the phone and by the time you get into the top quality lead then you know you're really warmed up and firing and ready to go
1: what I love about this is that you guys are talking about a lot of processes you know processes at the company level so the sales rep is listening to this podcast right now. You know, they should be reflecting upon, does my company train me? If not, who do I need to talk to to make that happen? Because it would make all of us more successful. if We could learn together and what the right message is. I'd love that you're doing that from the recruitment side and the initial side. But what I also love what you're getting at, Tom, is the fact that you're recognizing that they are effectively athletes. They are professionals and they kind of need to build up and get the rhythm going and get their, their comfort level going. And you're minimizing the risk. And you're saving your quality stuff for later on when you're in full swing, and that's a very intentional tactic to stand out when it matters most, when the, when the pressure's on the most. I love that. Okay, let's take a commercial break. We'll be back in uh, not too long, and we are we're done talking about channel number one, the phone. And when we come back, we're talking about the next channel. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
4: CRM was designed for managing relationships. Sales engagement is designed for starting them. Current stats indicate that sales reps only contact new leads about 50% of the time, make less than two attempts to contact them, and are only about 35% productive. CRM is the wrong tool to engage sales prospects. VanillaSoft is a sales engagement platform. It allows you to rapidly turn marketing-qualified leads into sales-qualified leads. According to user reviews, Vanilla Soft will increase your pipeline and productivity by three times or more. Blow your quota out of the water. How? By ensuring each new sales lead is engaged within seconds, persistently, and with the cadence that is optimal for your prospects. Don't let your sales leads fall into a black hole. Take your lead engagement and sales qualification out of your CRM. Try Vanilla Soft for free at VanillaSoft.com.
1: Okay, so we're back. Next one up here is Phone is Done. Next channel to talk about social selling. I've heard it called social marketing too. But when it comes to social selling, how do you advise a sales rep to stand out in what can be a very crowded market? Who wants to start this one?
3: Oh, So I'll start this one off and I'll come in with number one or more the marketing side of the social. And that's getting your face out there, getting your name out there and getting leads coming to you. Instead of adding, reaching out people, pitching, if you're posting top quality stuff on your news feed, videos, we just put out a video yesterday that's got thousands of views, over 100 likes, and people are messaging us directly because of that. Make yourself a leader. Know what your prospects, your profiles are reading. Know what their pain points are. Put stuff out that's completely relevant to them. They're going to be coming to you.
2: I, I think that this is uh, a good topic, right? Because this is how we met. We met through social. So I think the first thing to start off with is the uh, the word social selling, yes. right? I think what I like to call it is social engagement, right? Because I think anytime we're selling... We're really going to get nothing, right? Because I think selling is not helping, right? It's it's selling is I'm selling you my features, right? Not not engaging you. So I think one of the big things is that people need to stop selling, just stop pitching. If I had a dollar for every web development message I've gotten about a, a company that had X, Y, Z developers, be a wealthy guy, and those just never work, right? And I think being real and authentic is priceless, right? Just just saying to somebody, hey. I saw that you commented on this so-and-so post, and I, I agree with you on the topic. It's a, it's a good topic to discuss. Do you, do you have any more resources on the topic? That, that's a that's a way to get a real conversation going, right? I think the conversation I had with you was something along the lines of, I like the software company that you're with. I think it's got some context of what we're doing. I'd love to connect and maybe learn more about what you guys are up to. And, and that was in the sales message, right? And it was a message that kind of pointed out that um, I'm in a similar field with marketing leaders. And I, I have interest in knowing what you're up to. And you responded to that. And that's kind of how we built this friendship, right? And, uh, and and why we are today. So I think one of the things is just don't look for the appointment as the goal. Look for the engagement as the goal. The appointment will be a byproduct of a quality engagement. If you can, in fact, understand someone's business, and if you can potentially help them, it will be natural to say, those things and ask for their time to connect, right? But without the engagement first, you really are just trying to hit your number and people can see that right away.
1: That is the most important piece of advice. You nailed it, guys. I love the word that you're using engagement because it's truly what it is. You can engage with content exactly as Tom says, and that could be your company content. It could be your content, but that content should not be a pitch. Like the content you guys shared uh, recently, Tom, I recall was kind of like five tips. You guys should be doing these five things. If not, you know, hey, let's talk about it. It, yeah. was, it wasn't it was a company pitch about CloudTask. You were sharing, and I loved it. We got into understanding who you were. And we could see them smile and the personality. And who wouldn't want to work with CloudTask because they look like fun people? That was really cool. And you can make your own content. But, again, the content is engaging exactly to what Amir said. Too many people are going for that quick, will you buy my product? as opposed to playing the long game of let's engage and grow together in a relationship that's mutually beneficial. And when the time is appropriate, you can reach out and say, hey, you know, I think you might benefit. Let's have a conversation. With Amir and I, this is exactly what happened, if you will. We talked, you know, he checked me out, I checked him out. Because of our content, our mutual content caught our eyes, and we said, yeah, there's a connection here. Let's talk. And that led to a live phone call, which, of course, was our first channel. So two channels down, next channel, let's talk about, the power of chat. Amir, do you want to open this conversation?
2: Ooh, I, I do. I do. So, so chat has been around for a long time, right? And I, I, I don't think that chat is a new technology, but I think the way people are using it is, is new, right? And if you look at chat, we have chat everywhere, right? We have chat for support. We have chat on Facebook. We have drift or, or intercom on, on websites. But what it's really allowing people to do is, To get information now and and not to go through a slow process. It's not every process is supposed to be I download an ebook, I get marketed to, I have someone qualify me. It gives people the ability from a sales perspective to ask questions right away and to build trust because you trust people who give you answers right away, right? If somebody says can't answer that question, you have to go in a meeting. It's kind of. Kind of fishy. You're like, really, you have to go in a meeting to answer this question, right? You can't just tell me how much your service costs. So it gives you the ability to break down that stereotype of you're in a sales cycle, right? And it lets you just really naturally speak to people and just be honest and genuine. That's what people want. And they call it sales chat, support chat. Well, it's not really any of those. If, if you look at the buyer's, the buyer's journey, which is really a wheel, right? If it's there in the awareness, consideration, decision stage, it lets somebody Tell you where they're at, right? They can come into a chat and say, I'm about to buy. I need a quote today because I need to make a decision today, right? And you're going to handle that person differently than someone says, I'm just looking for some good information. Can you send me some articles to do research, right? So let's the the visitor or the person you're engaging really tell you where they are. And and that's what people want. They want control of the sales cycle. They don't want to be in that same cycle all the time. And chat is really picking up on all areas. I'm actually, let's consider, Facebook Messenger, the same chat channel, but believe it or not, I'm getting actually about three to four inbound inquiries on Facebook Messenger, right? And a lot of people say Facebook's not for business, but it is if you connect with business leaders and join business groups, right? I think you can make it what it is. And then from that, it's easy for them to maybe visit my website and then they're talking to a rep on Drift, right? So chat's everywhere, but the concept of just having people have open conversation is what's priceless, and then what you do with those conversations can be endless from a marketing perspective as you qualify and gather information on somebody who might not be ready now, but is telling you, Hey, I, I'm emailing me information every week or every month. Right. So we love chat and I think chat's going to continue to grow. And I don't want to name drop multiple tools, but I've recently found some applications that allow you to connect. 13 different channels, WhatsApp, WeChat, Facebook Messenger, all into one channel. So it's there's going to be a lot of good tools out there to help people control multiple chat channels, and I'm just excited to see chat continue to grow.
3: And to throw in its its power in terms of monetary value, we work with a company called Ipswich. We run their chat for them, and in the last fifteen months now we've generated over six million of pipeline through the tool and closed over one point five million of new revenue. So giving a financial figure to the power that's really what it can do
1: so the big thing there you want to use the right channel based on the individual. Some will prefer chat. Some will use phone. Some will use email, right? So you, you got to adapt to your prospect. If you can adapt, hey, you're going to stand out. Many people are just fixated. I'm only going to do social, and I'll never pick up the phone. That's wrong. The power of chat is that it gives you a chance to add value. It's not unlike social. You're kind of playing the long game. How can I help you? What do you need to know? And you're helping them solve a problem. Yeah. So if you stop the pitching and start the helping, Start the solving, don't sell, solve. Chat is really incredibly powerful. Let's bring it home to the fourth channel. I've talked about this already, email. We all agree, still key. Maybe we'll start with Tom. What are some tips we can offer these sales development reps to stand out in a crowded market using email?
3: Number one for me would be people receive thousands of emails per day. Keep it short, keep it direct, keep it to the point. Number two is you're going to get so much more success with personalizing. The more information, use their LinkedIn, get on the company's blog, anything you can do to tie in your email directly to their pain point, directly to what they're looking for. You may not always know exactly what they're looking for, but you should, um, from all your training, have a good idea be direct about it. Be clear. Again, offer value as well. Don't just go straight in with a let's book an appointment, but maybe I saw your post on LinkedIn. This is a pain point of view. I thought this piece of content would be great. Leave it with them to take it forward and follow up. A couple of days later, use a different channel if you don't get a reply, and eventually you will get there.
1: How about you, Amir? I mean, any, I mean you've, you've seen a lot of good and a lot of bad as you've grown your company. Any wisdom you want to share?
2: Uh, I think with email, I think the simple is better, right? I think leave the complex informational emails to the marketing team, really make it really simple. Why not send an email and actually say, you know, I've been trying to reach you, is there a better time to connect? It's regarding X, Y, and Z, right? Sometimes people are still just putting, they're putting features in their emails and, and they're really not making it a goal to engage. Everybody knows that we work for businesses and we live in a world where services and products are things that we're selling each other. So there's no surprise there. The surprise is when people actually feel like you're trying to build a relationship first, then they're shocked. So I think in the email, don't try to go for the appointment. Try to go for the engagement in the relationship and ask a question, send information. And I received some good emails from people that have been after me for quite some time. And I received one, I think, the other day. And I'm going to actually pull it off to read it because it was good. And it was good because he wasn't trying to sell me. He actually sent me something, and it's called Human First. And you can see it, it left an impression on me. I didn't give him the appointment because I'm busy, but it's from a man named John Debok from Human first. And he goes, he goes, Amir, hi, no rush to view, but I sat through this webinar yesterday and thought of your salespeople. This webinar makes sense for sales agents who might not have a historical sense of what their sales has been doing and what's going on. And all he asked for was, I hope you found the presentation helpful. Let me know what you think. He sent me something of value without asking for anything that was on his agenda. And what that did for me as a leader of a company was, it made me feel like the person is actually trying to help me, that they're trying to build a relationship with me. And with that, I'm happy to give him an appointment. Not only am I happy to give him an appointment, but with someone like that, I would refer them business if I can't become their customer because he's won me over already just by being professional and not trying to go for an appointment. So I think giving value in your emails and trying to build a relationship first is is really important.
1: I had that conversation with my team. Last week, exact thing, same thing. Stop asking for that meeting in the first freaking email, you know. Add value. Like, like exactly the email you just got, he added value. He's already set a tone with you, and he's starting to develop a relationship. He will eventually go for the ask, mail number three, but he's playing the long game and building up trust with you. All right, with that, we're out of time. Tom, Amir, if my audience wants to reach you guys, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Is it LinkedIn? Is it the website? What is it?
3: Email info at cloudtask.com, website, cloudtask.com, speak to our live chat, find Amir and I on LinkedIn, we're always there, and reach out to us on the phone as well, the numbers online, and yeah, we're here, we're here to serve, we're here to help. If you and your
1: organization could benefit from an an additional provider to help you guys really hit your numbers and grow, you don't have to do this alone. Organizations like CloudTask, Amir, and Tom We'll walk alongside you and help you hit those numbers you need to hit. Thank you, guys, for joining us today on another episode of Inside, Inside Sales. We love your feedback. Don't be shy. Send us comments. But until the next episode, we wish you a wonderful day. You take care. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.
0: You've been listening once again to another episode of Inside, Inside Sales, hosted by Daryl Prail the CMO of VanillaSoft. Tune in every other week for actionable ideas to increase your sales productivity. One of the many shows on the ever-growing Funnel Radio Channel. Sponsored by VanillaSoft.